Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Constructing Comics, where we look at comics being built one panel at a time. In this episode, we're going to look at Thor, issue six of the current series, uh, 2018. Um, writer is Jason Aaron, and the art is done by Christian Ward. Um, joining me is Noah, and we are going to break down a page of uh, action that uh, deals with uh, future doom taking on the the future Thor so uh, at this point I'm gonna bring Noah in and we're gonna start breaking this page down hey there let's get it going so um, we have uh, we have a what do we have here a seven page panel um, uh, of action, um, Doom taking on Thor. Um, what are your thoughts on on the design here? Yeah, it's pretty basic and straightforward. Kind of like what we've talked about uh, in other issues is that the action is very centered, mm-hmm. you know, or like slightly off center, so that there's a good dynamic design overall. Uh, starting with the center, you know, it's it, it's it's very much so almost like uh, five wide shots yes. um panels more than it is like just you know eight panels on their own uh sorry seven panels on their mm-hmm. own because the first three panels are side by side and three consecutive actions but they happen very fast yes um but even then the 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 two panels bookending the top three um are very static whereas the uh the, the center panel is sort of the initiating action and um you know the, the the focus point of that of those three panels is sort of what sets off the the action of this page. Yeah, with um, the with the first panel we have we have Doom walking away, yeah. um, and the 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 second panel shows us that the the um, peasants or uh, you know villagers, for lack of a better term, here have uh, have thrown a, a stone at him, um, and that's made him turn his attention. Uh, back to the back to the villagers um and you you had mentioned that that panel is a little bit smaller than the other two um yeah it sort of gives you that that quick beat of you know doom's upset doom just got hit by uh by a pet by you know a rock thrown by thrown by a villager that's that's not going to sit well with with doom so yeah i like that yeah it's sort of it's 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 the initiating point that brings doom into the action and of course, Doom's facing again. Doom's leaning more left to right, so that leads mm-hmm. you to the next page. And there's this beautiful um, over-the-shoulder shot of the two peasants and um, Doom's silhouette. The form leads down into the next panel, where Doom is—he's uh, breaking the panel borders, uh, powering up his his iron fist and his sorcerer hand, and uh, flames coming out from underneath his hood. You know, yeah. it's sort of like you know, this is the point where it's sort of like, oh crap. That kind of thing, like maybe we shouldn't have done that. Uh, I like just sort of the fear, and then you know, making him bigger than, making him bigger than the panel, just sort of instilling that, you know, sort of putting you in the place of the peasants, like you know, this isn't going to end well. Um, yeah, I think it's an interesting choice to go from silhouette to um, uh, Doom breaking the panel border and doom sort of powering up with all of his various attributes that he's got now. He's got yeah. the, he's got the, he's got the flames of ghost rider. 
he's got the he's got the iron fist he's got uh he's got uh the sorcerer supreme's cloak so he's he's gone from silhouette to a lot of things going on um in the course of you know panel change silhouette and then oh no what have you done you you not only you're taking on doom you're taking on doom with uh with all these with all these extra abilities yeah the height of his power like the threat is fully realized at that point you know Mm -hmm. um i like the menace of the silhouette going from the menace you know that you see the menace to like you know the menace realized you Mm -hmm. know like this is what they're up against and like they have no shot whatsoever um love the colors on this was this ward did he do the colors on it as well yeah i think this is uh i'd have to check but i'm pretty sure it's uh it's a one-man um art operation here yeah really great colors it's very uh you know, you, I don't know. I hear like Wagnerian opera when I look at this page with all the flames around him and everything like that. Yes. And, uh, it is like, yeah, it, it reminds me of something. Yeah. Like a visual out of like a Wagner opera. Um, with like, yeah, the peasants rising up against this giant monster, like basically rising out of the flames and him himself engulfed, engulfed in flames as well. Um, yeah. There's a messy quality to his work too that I really like, but it's like an organized chaos mm-hmm. where it almost looks like it's splattered, but you can tell each, you know, nothing is really just slapped on. Everything has a purpose to lead your eye around or to lead your eye to the next panel. Um, yeah. With how like the bursts are coming off of his fists and like the lightning bolts are jutting out from it. There are lines leading from the top panel down, back down to his fists. and. Uh, sparks flying off in all different directions but most you know mostly leading your eye around to the different again the different threats that dom doom poses to these peasants yeah i really like that yeah and so we go from that panel to another panel that's featuring silhouettes we get we get our villagers or 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 peasants um they're in silhouette with that uh chaotic flame background behind them uh, we get uh, one guy's got a, a pitchfork or a trident, and it's uh, it's pointed, um, which leads our eye to the guy who looks like he's getting ready to throw another rock. Uh, the first rock that they threw at uh, Doom, and uh, they're doubling down and and going at uh, this ultra powerful Doom with with another rock. So, um, yeah. So, what do you think about going back to silhouette from um, the 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 ultra enhanced uh image that we had from doom there previously i think it's important as far as like the following two panels you know um yeah again not to crowd the page with too much detail it's very important to sort of realize the threat but then also the final panel is about the threat being neutralized you know yeah so it's a payoff so you have the two beats and then the payoff to that those two that the lead up of the action you know the impact yeah and correct. uh well, well yeah i'll go into detail of the third panel when we get to it but i think those this panel which is pretty basic it's just the two skies in silhouette the guy about to throw the stone and then you have the the very short beat of dialogue uh, where it says no be gone devil in the name of thor and i also think there's sort of a cool uh symbolism there and how you know shows how Jason Aaron treats his heroes, you know, in a typical way where uh, 
these guys, their faith in the heroes is rewarded in this moment. And so yeah. much about this story is, uh, is about Thor redeeming himself, mm-hmm. you know, proving himself to be worthy of uh, his sort of God status, you know? And um, I think this right here, the guy, you know, calling out in the name of Thor, you know, basically raising a fist to the, this like, you know, this great evil with great power, you know? Yeah. And um, I think that pays off with sort of the symbolism in the next page where he's clearly throwing a rock with the next panel. He's, he's throwing the rock, but um, Stormbreaker whizzes by at the same time, almost like the faith of this guy is rewarded. And in so doing, he shares in the victory with Thor, you know? Yeah. With that next panel there, the, the two guys are still in silhouette. The, uh, one guy's is uh the guy with the pitchfork is sort of pulling away um and the one guy's in follow through uh, from his stone throw but as you mentioned stormbreaker has um come between them and is 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 moving from from left to right we get a lot of motion lines we can see that it's flying it's twirling it's 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 moving at a uh, great velocity yeah um, and so that that's our that's that's the next the last panel. Um, yeah, do you have any thoughts on on that panel before we we move to the to the final panel? I do. It's actually a criticism of the lettering placement. Again, I'm not going to say, but I wanted to ask your opinion about this too. But it is sort of a a criticism of it that there's this huge dialogue balloon that takes mm-hmm. up like a the a quarter of the of that panel at the end um with doom saying cast as many stones for your god as you like mortal for the name of doom is all that matters from now until the end of dash as as is he, as if he's being interrupted what a what would you think if that was in the panel before you know like and then then what's cut off is him seeing stormbreaker flying off flying towards him in in the next panel you know um because there's a, still a lot of empty space in that top panel you know yeah so what, what would you think of that if that if that was moved up because i think uh, it almost interrupts the action and the flow of stormbreaker yeah i could see it i could see it joining with the with the text from the guys getting ready to throw the stone i think you know yeah you go with you know sort of a verbal back and forth and then you go with uh you know uh the the decisive action that's going to come in here now i'm wondering if you do keep that if you do keep that uh balloon from doom there uh i don't like the way the tail is pointing i the tail the, yeah. the i if if if, if i was going to keep it there i would have it i would have the the tail going to the, to the next panel um, yeah. so it's sort of like cuz his his speech is is yeah. interrupted so i i would point that if i was going to keep it there i would point that tail down to the to the thor or i'm sorry the doom we see in the, in the last panel yeah um, just to sort of have him um cuz we know it's it leaves you off the eye leaves we, you off we, the page we know we, uh, we we know doom's there and we know it's doom from his speech pattern but it's 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 somebody it it's 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 doom off panel um, yeah so i would i would have if i would have left it there i would have changed that tail to to have it coming from him in that last panel yeah i would have liked that more actually even then i still yeah i Be- 
and it, yeah, because it also it, it goes from left to right and it, it takes you off the page, which yeah, again, it, we're not stupid in how we read comics, of course, like that. But you know, anything that can lead the eye around is better. Yeah. yeah. So that 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 brings us to to the last panel, which is a very uh, yeah, this is awesome, very panel. impactful panel. Um, uh, it's 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 a borderless panel. It's mm-hmm. uh, we we get a we get a so we get no borders and we get a change in in color scheme. With a, bleed. with a massive uh, sound effect behind it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a pretty uh, pretty cool panel, pretty uh, impactful panel. Uh, what do you think about that from a design point? This is one of those like panels that I could see like in like a Michaels or a Hobby Lobby being turned into like a tin, uh, mm-hmm. like a tin like sign or something like that that you'd hang above your door. It's just so well designed with the 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 lettering is so cool because it looks like almost like it's like an accordion uh effect where it looks like it's reverberating you know mm-hmm. it gives a real dimension to the sound that stormbreakers made when it like impacts with doom uh-huh. um and then also having that little sound in there as well so you have the crackacoom and then you have this little like uh what is that Prong, like that kind of thing just that little one coming off like it's cracked his armor yeah so you know? yeah two 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 sound effects one 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 massive one impactful and one maybe sort of like a secondary uh yeah like you said he's he's been struck and maybe sort of like a split second later the the yeah. the, the, the armor starts to to form a form a little crack so that that's a, that's pretty cool design as well yeah it's interesting um Again, like we've like we've talked about in other episodes where when you're doing action, you can establish the, you know, you can have an establishing shot, which again, the first sort of uh, first uh, six panels on this page sort of work as an establish of the environment, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't have to worry about right here since the background is all white. Um, but you don't have to worry about that because we know where we are. You know, yeah. we know the surrounding right now. What we need to focus on is that payoff from the fall, the first two panels um, with Stormbreaker impacting. It's really cool. I, I love this panel. And again, it, it does a good job of getting you excited for what happens next. Again, keeping Thor's entrance into this battle, you know, as a big reveal too, because we can never get enough of that as superhero fans. Yeah. Um, just a triumphant entry, you know, Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is a great setup, especially it's a classic one for Thor also. They did that in the Infinity War. They did that, like with just the hammer flying out of mm-hmm. uh, of uh, the uh, the Bifrost yeah. theme in the final battle. Like, you know, that's just awesome. That's classic Thor. So Definitely. It's a classic Thor page. It'll go down in history as being a classic Thor page. Yes, I, I, I agree. Yes. So I think that's going to do it for for that page. So we're going to move into to our second page, which is uh, from Secret Avengers um, issue five. Um, And here we have page 12. um, And we have this is written by Ed Brubaker. And the art in this on this page is done by um, Michael Lark. Um, This is a uh, Nick Fury LMD uh, focus story, um, and uh, I'm going to let you come in. Um, you're the one that uh, brought this page to my attention, so I'm going to let you start with the uh, the breakdown of this page. 
Yeah, so the the breakdown starts off with um, Nick Fury just kicking tons of butt in the whole page, but it's all AIM soldiers mm-hmm. that he's just taking down. Um, and this is like Nick Fury's LMD. So basically the LMD is under the, uh, under the illusion that he is Nick Fury mm-hmm. uh, because he was programmed um, by one of Fury's villains uh, to believe that he was Nick Fury. But S.H.I.E.L.D. basically let him know he wasn't, but his programming is that he like erases anytime anyone ever tells him that. So he basically just operates under the idea that he's Nick Fury, but like disbanded by Shield. So he just goes off the reservation, destroying all of Shield's enemies. So he's kind of um, like uh, he's kind of like Memento. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Memento LMD. Yeah, who has like basically just creates himself the ultimate Nick Fury life. Um, and it's, it's three pan, it's, it's 10 panels on the Mm -hmm. whole page. Um, it's a sandwich, but it's sandwiched. So like you have, uh, two wide shots, um, on the top and the bottom. And then you have in the middle, you have eight small little vignettes of action of, Mm -hmm. um, Nick Fury firing his weapons and the aim, aim guys being powerless to, to like just the sheer force of this LMD. Yeah. Um and I I think again like the last page that we talked about this isn't so much, you know, 10 panels as much as it is three big like you know big panels. Um but I think it's very creative in how they use those eight panels in the middle and then their design on top of that is really cool. Yeah. Um yeah, I I love the dynamic like just sort of range and it's just, it's just so creative how you would do an action sequence like this, you know, um, very inspiring to me as an artist. I love it. Yeah. I think they, uh, the two, the two wide panels, the top and the bottom, they're both, uh, uh, exterior shots of him, uh, on the sub or, or just getting to the sub. First one, they're all, they're all standing, um, or in various states of standing and attacking the last panel, the, 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 the bottom wide panel, uh, they're all down. So yeah, um, it's sort of like the start, the finish, um, uh, but uh, like you said, the 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 middle part where they 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 put the uh, they put the smaller panels together. There's a there's a lot of action there. Yeah. So do you want to go into to a break into a further breakdown of, of some of those? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the first panel is um, Nick Fury jumping through the air on the sort of uh, left of center, and he's uh, he's like got one aim agent in an arm lock, and he's kicking another one in the face, mm-hmm. and with a bunch of other aim agents running at him. And uh, again, like the how this leads you around is a little is is different than. Um, like, uh, like you know, like we talked about, like Lee Weeks, where there's all this dynamic lines that point you down and up and around and stuff like that. But this is almost like just three separate vignettes of action. And again, it's very centered uh-huh. um, down the line. Uh, there's a symmetry to each of these of these pages, even to the point where, like, so you would be able like to say that maybe the left side on this top panel feels a little empty, but he even has the the title card at the top to sort of mm-hmm. give it some space. And also it shows the wave crashing up against that 
so you get a good left to right feel. Um, but it, it is divided into two with Nick Fury in action and the on the left side, and then on the right side you have all the other AIM agents charging down. And so when you have that center line, you don't have to worry too much about like leading your leading your audience around. They just sort of automatically feel get a feel for that dividing line down the the middle. Um, like you were reading a book with two columns of text, you know? And um, so then, yeah, following that down, you have these, uh, it is, it's split into a clump of each four, uh, a clump of four panels each, and they have the same layout for each of these four panels. So there's a, a longer uh, close up, and then a smaller one, and then a smaller one, then a longer one. It's got this great square effect. Yeah. Um, and you know, first one's Nick Fury shooting, aim agents shooting back, close up on all the shells being discharged from the gun uh, of Nick Fury's gun, and like an aim agent taking a bunch of hits. Then this great um, above shot of Nick Fury dual his his two guns, and the shells keep flying. And then underneath that, directly underneath that, because the guns are pointing down, you see the aim agents getting it again. And then top panel there, the AIM agents not being able, one AIM agent getting hit, the other AIM agent returning fire, and Nick Fury giving it right back to him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think there's a lot of uh, direction of the eye um, with, with, with Fury's guns here. Um, yeah, definitely. And a little bit with the AIM agents, um, but more so with the, with the, 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 the center section where we have... Uh, we have uh, a close in, as you said, on, on Fury's gun with the shells going. That's pointed, you know, that gun direction is pointed right to the, to lead your eye right to um, where he's shooting again with the dual revolvers, revolvers pointing down. Um, so those are very clear, like directional lines. Um, you get a little bit of that from the aim agents with their hands and, and, and their gun placements. Um, I like the shell casings um, from panel to panel. They almost form uh, an, an, an arch. Yeah, I love um, that. So it sort of gives you the, uh, it sort of connects the moments together. Um, so it's, it feels like, like a, like a, like a, like a matrix style, like shootout where everything's yeah. sort of like going. So that little arching motion that he gives the shells, like ties it all together and makes you kind of see it as like a, as a moving, uh, a moving sequence when obviously it's comics, it's, it's static images, but it, it, it makes you, it makes you feel that. It also creates another panel in itself, you know? Yeah. Um, I really love that. That like, you know, you've heard of panel within a panel, but like, one giant panel within eight panels, you know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, then it, and it's not a, and it's not a square. It's, it's, a, it's like, like you said, it's like an arch. And, um, but e even the shells start at the, the top left corner and lead you down to the right. And yeah. it's, it's great. And again, I, yeah, I have, I have two pictures of this that I'm looking at right now. I have the actual page photo and I have a, a crop of just that, of these, these four panels. And again, you could, you could have a whole page just right here, you know, mm -hmm. like you could have, um, you could take them apart and then stack them on top of each other. Um, but it's so unique that they decided to, 
you know, basically tell one story instead of like, you know, have two pages, you know, have one setup page and then one action page and then one delivery page, you know, um, it's pretty impressive when you have just one page that can tell you all of that, you know? Um, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't change it any other way. Like I, I just like how it is, you know? Um, and it's amazing when you look at it, it's one of those pages that you look at and you're like, man, how did they fit all of that in there? So cohesively, Yeah, you know, like, how did you like, yeah, how did they get that much information, such clear information in an action sequence, let alone, you know, into one page. This would um, be another one that would be interesting, um, to, to, to see a script, uh, to yeah. see if, like, uh, Brubaker wrote like, Fury shoots, aim soldiers, return fire. If he just said firefight and uh, you know left it up to 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 Lark to 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 figure it out, that that would be that would be interesting to see. Yeah, it would be, and it looks like you know this is uh, like you know David Aha did the the thumbnails, like the 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 layouts for each of these of the panels on this, and then Michael Lark did the finished art. Okay, um, and. I'm looking at like David Aha's thumbnail and I would, yeah, I would be curious to see, cause this is very, you know, this is David Aha, you know, he has, he's the one that does like all the little panels, you know, the micro movements and things like that. And, yeah. you know, in, in Hawkeye and, um, and his other work. And uh, I'm wondering, this does seem almost like his addition to the, the story, you know? Yeah. Um, but I would be interested though to see though, because I, I would be I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Rubaker wrote it in to have those little panels in the middle as well. Um he's just a good writer. And this this story stands alone on its own. You don't have to it's just sort of a good a background of the main villain in the series, but you could pick this up and have a full story, you know. Um, and I think this page sort of exemplifies that. And I say a lot of the pages in this issue do that, where you have one complete story and one complete page. And uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting to find something like that in this trade. No, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's a definitely good. Um, so our our last panel, um, the if we were looking at us in the thirds, our, our, our bottom third of the page is Fury. Everything everything is. Uh, has been completed. He's, he's taken everybody out. Um, he's very much centered up. Um, he's got the, 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 the cone of the sub centered up behind him. Yeah. Um, he's got, uh, one aim agent, uh, draped over the, the, the opening at the top of that, that cone. Uh, his hand is, is, is very much pointed at, at fury. Uh, fury's releasing the, uh, you know the the clips from his gods they're they're following falling they're equal distance uh you know uh falling apart the the aim agents on the on the level of the the sub that they've all just fought on are are very much uh as they've fallen they've fallen almost uh symmetrical to to point back to 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 fury so uh what what do you think about the that page or that panel as well it's very uh, reminiscent of like a John Woo film. Yeah. You know, you just need to add in some dubs. Um, and then, yeah, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a John Woo reference. And I think, you know, when you have a guy 
using two guns to take out a bunch of other guys. You can't help but draw comparison to that. Um, I love the colors on these pages. There's a gradient, great gradient of like a sunset, this purple to yellow in the background. And the colorist is um, Jose Villa Villarubia. Yeah. These beautiful colors on this page. Again, amongst the issue, it really makes it stick out. Um, even if you look at the previous page, which is, has more blues and oranges in it. Yeah. And then to have this great violet to yellow shift in the background is really beautiful. Um, and yeah, you, uh, yeah that's, but that's all I have to say. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah you get the feel of a, either a twilight or, or a, a early dawn as the, uh, as the, uh, as the, the sun may be rising. Um, yeah. I think the, the choice of purple um with the the yellow uniforms of the uh the the aim the aim soldiers the aim agents is 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 it works out very well i, yeah. I believe i believe if i had a color wheel would those be complementary colors or uh yeah so that's that's that you know they they get that twilight feel of the of the sky or early morning feel of the sky but they also used a complimentary color scheme there so that's that's pretty pretty good for design i mean the yeah. the, the aim soldiers are always going to be in those yellow beehive uh outfits but uh you know they they had many choices to make for the sky um but uh they went with the, they went with the purple and it also makes me you know that's that's a choice deliberately i think that was made for those eight center panels you know yeah. So you could have that great color in the background because the colors in the background of the eight panels are flat. Yeah. Um, and it's flat purple with all the aim and some of the fury. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, you were right about that. Purple and yellow are complementary, And I know that because of um, working on Oryx. Well, I looked that up because I, you know, Oryx has a purple flame. So I wanted to find something that complemented that. And uh, so that, that is yeah purple and yellow complement each other so i think like a lot of modern comic artists and just you know comic artists in general who who frame an image around the most important panel which i think again is the uh, these centered um mm -hmm. eight panels right here i think that is a deliberate choice just for those panels so you could have that great and also with the the bursts on the guns of fury's mm -hmm. guns complement that purple on the the shells coming out of the the gun complement uh, with the purple as well yeah um yeah it's just a great color scheme it's simple to the point like this page you know it's very simple to the point background's not too detailed it's basically every artist's dream who who wanted to get into comic books you know great action sequence with not too much of a background to draw yeah so yeah. that's uh that's a pretty uh pretty uh i think we, we've broken this page down pretty well yeah um, so so just in review we looked at uh we looked at uh thor um issue six uh the current uh uh thor run um writer was jason aaron and the art was done by christian ward um and then we went in depth on secret avengers uh Issue five, page twelve. Um, writer was Ed Brubaker, um, and we had. Uh, I think we 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 figured out we had a combination of uh, 
David Aha and uh, Michael Lark art here. Um, and uh, the the colorist again. You do you remember his name offhand? Uh, yeah, I have it written down. So the colorist is um, Jose Villarubia. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely uh, two very cool um, action pages. Um, yeah, so definitely. We've uh, we've covered a few action pages and a few um, a few other of our episodes, but uh, these these are definitely have some of the same characteristics of, of those pages that we looked at, but they also have some, some, uh, some different characteristics. So I, I think, uh, think uh, that's going to be it for all. And I'd like to uh, thank everybody for, for joining us. Um, and we will be back with a, another episode soon. Thank you. Goodbye. Right, thank you.